Okay, we are in Hochas Kalim. We're starting to feel Simon Hamid Zayin, Hochas Tudas Kalim. We're at the beginning of Sifalaf. And Limelech and Ezzet Sachan, Asana, Ben Yehudis Chava, him and everyone together with him, being Meister and Nafesh Raklai, so Shav Shemana Satzlach and return home safely. Simon Lamed Zayin Sifalaf. Halachiyach Kalim Shechem Vesuda, Mevet Kechavim Vazas. Then we take Kalim that are meant to use for a suda from a guy. I feel them kelim chadashim, even if they're new kelim. Imim shemin matchis oizachuchis, if they're made out of any metals or glass. Also, the shtamis imim shum tashim shafil betzayinin. You're not allowed to use them at all, even in cold water, even one time, contrary to common belief. Until you are tevilet in either a stream or in a mikvah, in a place that would be kosher for the tevilah of a woman who's a nida. Why do, where does this chiv come from of the tevilah? You bring mal the kli from bringing a tevilah kli of a guy to the kedusha of Yisrael. If you're being tevilah one kli, you make the bracha tevilah kli. If you're being tevilah more than one kli, you say it in Lashain Rabbim. Since the Tvila has to be in a place that's kosher for Tvilas for Nashim, so you have to make sure that when you're Tavan River, that has to be the river is mostly coming from its normal stream and not at a time when it's mostly filled from rainwater or from melted snow. Because then Allah is that a, a river that is flowing. It's kosher for mikvah. It's coming from water that's coming from normal streams that are that are, I guess so deeper in the ground. And if you're taking a mikvah, a mikvah has to be still water that can come from snow and rain. But you can't mix the two. So if you're having flowing water that's coming from melted snow or rain, that would be a problem. And the kids says, when is this relevant? Before Pesach, where you know, the snow is melting and the rivers go up and most of the water in the rivers at that point is coming from melted snow and you're tabbing in the kalim for Pesach, so that's a problem. And it's in Enochen, like the kids says, you have to be very careful with this. So if Kli eats, wooden kalim, in and and tefillah, do not require tefillah. And if there are pieces of it, a metal within it, tefillah, do not require 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 if it has a, a ferris, it has some sort of lead coating on the inside. The porcelain also requires tefillah without a bracha. So most of our earthenware kelim today do have a coating on uh, the inside. Pashas require tefillah without a bracha. Siftalit. It's not a new kli. It's an old kli you're getting from a guy. And so therefore, what do you have to do? And so before using it, besides this tefila, you have to be machshir, the kli, from whatever trefis the guy was eating. So what order do you do them in? First be machshir and then be if a person borrows or rents a cleave from a guy, and it's a tefillah, does not require tefillah. If you borrow something from a Jewish storekeeper, it requires tefillah without a bracha. And then when you give it back, so you borrowed from the Khanvani, and then now he the next day he's actually gonna do a full sale on it. So you have to let that person know, hey, don't do a tefillah when you purchase for me with a bracha because someone already was table at once without a bracha, so you too should do a tefillah without a bracha. Sivab, Israel Maksakuta so a place where they make a glass uh, kalim. So it's a, a 
Jewish owned factory with Gaisha workers. Hakin Mishnah Sham, Sirin Tvila, the Bracha requires Tvila without a Bracha. Sizai. Yisrael has a Kesva Shari Matras Ubun Kilichov and Mazalis. Yisrael gave silver or other types of metals to a guy. She asked likely, or she sakin a Klisha Yanakov. He tells him, you know, take my silver and make me a bowl out of it. Or he gives him a broken Kli. Gives him some spare metal and says, you know, fix it with this. If that kli in the state it was, if they're making a brand new kli, or the kli that you had due to the hole that was in it would not be able to hold the revius of liquid or a revius, required tefila, but it's going to be a tefila without a bracha. Sivches. The only types of kalim that require tefila are kalim that come in direct contact in the food when it's ready to eat and the food does not require any additional processing from the time when it comes in contact with that kli to when you can eat it. Therefore, it's the, the metal that you use to uh, flatten the matzis, right in that roller thing that makes the holes in the matzis, or the one that's used to cut dough, and then the, the needle that's used to sew, I guess some stuffed chicken neck dish, where they have a thread to tie it together, and other similar things, right, if you have a pounder to pound down chicken breast, right, so in a tzirutfila, they don't require tzirutfila, because they're not coming in contact with food at the time, when you are, when it comes to contact with the, with the food, is not when the food is ready to be eaten. But a knife which is used for shechita or that is used to skin the meat, you right, they generally do not use it with food. But it's a regular knife that theoretically you can use when you're eating. They have a metal piece that you put the matzahs down. You have put a pot on. The food itself is not touching on it, and it does not require a tefillah. But therefore, but if you have a spit that you're roasting meat on, right, a shish kebab thing, then that would require tefillah with a bracha, right? So it's somewhat relevant if you have grates in your oven. So, right, if you don't table your grates, so that if you want to warm something directly on the grates, that would be a problem. There may even be a problem besides for that is the silver foil, not I'm talking about a foil pan, a 9 by 13 or something like that, which I have a patch that says okay, but I'm talking about if you take just a, you want to warm something up, you just throw down a piece of silver foil on top of the grates, does that have a chashivas of enough, enough to say that it's not considered to be put on the grates just because you put down a little piece of foil? It's not so pashat that that would be considered a separation from the grates, and if your grates are not titled, so it's not so clear that just putting down a piece of foil on a grate would not be a problem. Ask your local, local rabbi if that is a issue or not. Yes, I remember the klisuchus gedolim big bakbukim, so you big glass bottles. She ain't shoyim teicha. You don't drink out of these bottles. They're storage bottles. Rachim mechzikin of smashkoyis loyes mehen leteicha kaisis. You hold the drinks in there and you pour from there to smaller cups. Leicha shivik klisuda vein tzirchan tefila. So once you hold, they're not called the klisuda and therefore they're not required to tefila. Veish am netzirchan tefila, and there are those who can say that it does require tefila. Veish admilim bleib bracha and therefore be tovelat. Without a bracha, siftas. Rechaim shall pull him a peppermint. Sirchan tefila mishuma matachas. Right, the metal pieces of the actual grinder uh, are an issue because you're grinding and then you're putting the pepper directly into your food. So there's a problem. Avla tachtin shemikabas tavlan. I guess the way it worked then was you'd grind it into this wooden thing that would hold it and then pour it on your food. So the bottom part you would not require tefila. Kimin shushalayit and it's tefila since it's wood it's not required tefila. Rechaim shall cafe. It's freshly ground coffee, so you have a coffee grinder. You should be tabled without a bracha, right? In other words, because the food is it, that food is going to come directly to you, but it still is going to be cooked somewhat. So that's why it's a tefila without a bracha. You have to be careful before you table something that the kli is clean. Have dirt or rust on it. 
Kitzitol says, Achoreshim Chalulish Achus Bama, a little bit of, you know, silver gets a little dark, or there's a little bit of rust. Shadaki Vakach, that's normal, Vin Makbidim Alav, and people are not Makhna, and Enemazik, that's not a problem. Lutzik and Litva Kreila Kli Pamachas, you have to be tied with entirely at one time. Shekulip and Mime entirely should be submerged in the water. Klishish Liyad, a Kli that has a handle, so Kliyas Imayad, the Pamachas Kulip and Mime. The Kli has to be with its handle together at one shot in the water. The person is being tayvel and is holding a kli in his hand. So chlitvah mitchili yadai b'makom shu tayvel has to first be tayvel his hand in that place that the water is on his hands. When he goes down with the kli, should hold it very tightly because you want the water to get through. Hold it with a loose grip. And if you're tying it, let's say, well, so you're lowering it down with a rope, that the knot going around the handle of the cleat that you're using to lower it into the water, make sure that it's a loose uh, attachment, so that the water can get through and any parts of the cleat that it needs to get through to. That have a narrow opening. You have to make sure that they're in the water until they completely fill. Because the clee has to be filled with water both on the inside and out. So if it's a small opening, you've got to leave it down there longer that the water can get in enough. Sifir base. Cotton and Ktana in and a mono with Kalim, a cotton and a Ktana not Nemo to say that they tie with Kalim. Sifir Gimel. Also, without the clee of Shabbos Yantiv, you're not allowed to tie a clee on Shabbos Yantiv because it looks like being misakin it. We forgot to be tied before Shabbos. So what should you do? So give it to a nachi as a matana. So now the guy owns it. And then borrow it from the guy. So you're borrowing a kli of a guy. Therefore, it will not require a tefillah. I know people have done this with kurigs. If they have a guy in the office, they're makna their kurig to the guy. And therefore, it's a guy's kurig. And you don't get into the shayla of how to be, uh, how to tevil a uh, kurig. However, the Mishnah says if you do this, do this eitzah, agreeing to go and borrowing it from him, since the mice, the guy is really keeping it with you, you should still do a tefillah without a bracha after Shabbos, which will not help you again with the kurig. And so if it's a Klee, in other words, now we're talking about Shabbos, and it's a Klee that normally you'd be able to put in water. So then you could be tabled on Shabbos, if as long as it's a place you're allowed to carry on Shabbos, you might be able to basically so fill it with water and bring it home and say, oh, I'm carrying water home. But what did you do? Why you filled up this jug with water? You submerged it in the water, and therefore... You were you were essentially were tayvelet, so you did two for one. So that is not a problem on Shabbos. They mechze kimat because all looking like your table. It looked like what you were doing was you were just filling up a kli with water. So you should not make um, a bracha on this tefillah because then obviously it's going to look like you're being tayvel uh, and not that you're trying to fill up water. Mishabura says this eights of uh, doing a two for one of being tayveling it with filling with water is only if you really shas chak. We don't have another eitzah because by doing this, you're losing the opportunity to make the bracha be a daim, and that's not something we are supposed to do. Shkoyach.